and we're live we are live that was it that was a nice little uh that was some it was <laughs> blink 182 <laughs> after midnight that's the intro. old stick the iphone by the microphone <laughs> intro music so you can you can tell that we're really leveling up the uh production value Where's connor here. we need connor <laughs> yeah we do need dj connor he, sweet, uh, sweet beats he put in some he actually he's got something cooking uh i actually we just have to figure out how to put it on we got this like four button soundboard in front of us that like we could do some sound effects with it and i just don't know how to put it in there and uh we need we need a little bit uh we need the audio king himself connor to take a look yeah. at it i guess and then we need like a maybe a, a cheer like maybe a boo button and a cheer button and a no rep button right no rep yeah well what are we doing this is episode 21 nice you uh we're we're starting out with like uh, some some news, mm-hmm. some mm, news. <laughs> uh, Taylor like to give good news, but yeah, Taylor hit us. Yeah, so we just talked about last podcast uh, me competing at Mayhem Desert Heat in Dubai, and unfortunately, we got the news today that that will be canceled. So um, Matt and I have <laughs> yeah have spent the day trying to cancel flights and make sure that everything's taken care of. Um, Looks like it is. Yeah, hopefully. So it's been a fun day. Yeah. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Um, yeah. That would have been cool. We were looking forward to it for a number of yeah. reasons, obviously. Go to yeah. Dubai. Get to compete again. Mm-hmm. But Got to take it in stride. Yep. Ooh. Oh, look at you. Throw that, that hashtag in there, yeah, Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but Teddy, but as you said. When one door closes, another opens. And today um, was a bit of a landmark in the CrossFit Games communication history books i guess <laughs> yeah in a good way which is which is exciting so matt what um what happened today there's an announcement today can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah probably about f- three months normally ahead of schedule they <laughs> then they normally give us information they give us the entire open quarterfinal semi games the entire the, the entire season mm-hmm. for 2022 they put out today which is interesting and you know, all the age groups and the adaptive and everything i i can't believe that they put this whole thing out this far ahead of time it's uh it's a good sign that they're getting getting some things together at hq so i'm happy about it yeah it's a sign that they're way more organized this year than they've been in previous years and it not only sets up looks good for crossfit it really really helps all the athletes be able to plan for the year um you know figure out what their season looks like so to step in the right direction for this becoming a more like professional sport as well because you have an yeah. idea of where you need to be and when you need to be there yeah and i i think maybe it's it's hard to maybe understand how important it is for the athletes in terms of the planning for some people are hard to imagine mm-hmm. but it really i mean it's it it really helps with the planning but it also like removes a lot of doubt da- like doubt maybe along mm-hmm. the lines mm-hmm. of like or when is like unknowns and that just yeah. co- like you know we're almost like more afraid or stressed out by the just yeah. unknowns and so it, it's yeah it's like that it's um and it like i mean this is well just actually planning purposes too i was at the gym today and, and steve was like they're planning their honeymoon he's like i didn't mm-hmm. uh, well now we have some times that we know obviously that we don't want to yeah, don't want to take, sure. take up that so it's like we never even knew like we were last you know, year our ski trips and stuff like that's like we don't yeah. even know when we can or, or should or shouldn't go you mm-hmm. know it's a it's it helps everybody involved in the, in the sport to to better plan their lives for sure and it's like i mean last year too we, we planned our um 30 40 50 trip 
uh, at the end of the last semifinal because we yeah. had no idea what anything was, where anything was. Um, Which you worked know, out perfect. It did work out perfectly, but it was it was stressful, like things you don't think about. So it's nice to have this in November. November 1st, by the way, not yeah. even the end of November. So yeah. um, we can start kind of looking at the season and getting everyone moving in the right direction. Brooks, like the NHL player slash Catherine, David's daughter, um, uh, and it, like he was talking about Kadra David's daughter boyfriend was talking about like how do you guys compete in a sport that you don't know like don't know where to be or when to yeah. be and all that stuff yeah. he's like it's crazy like and he he's very supportive of all the athletes obviously and so um I know that like he's like no sponsors can plan for this no none mm-hmm. of this can plan like and it's like yeah and so this is this is very good it does uh Matt you've like kind of alluded to it we might get into it later but like it it bind you know it binds cross it now into like into the schedule mm-hmm. which but they I think it's it's a good thing. I feel like last year when they finally got the season out, it they really took it seriously from there, and I feel like this is just kind of springboarding on top of that. Um, it took them a while, just with all the COVID stuff. Yeah. Um, but they they finally came out and said, "This is a schedule. If we can't do it in person, it'll be online." And I think this is kind of the same, you know, giving us a solid piece of information, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. So props to CrossFit. Good step in the right direction. We wanted to use this as a chance to kind of go through the schedule and because Mm -hmm. that's how different, you know, um, athletes from an open athlete to a semifinals athlete to a games athlete, and it kind of, we were talking about this on Friday night, um, how to train, you know, how to train for the, the CrossFit season. So do we want to start with the open and work our way down and kind of do that, go quickly? So why don't we go through the whole, why don't we tell like, you know, give, give the whole season and then we can kind of work our way through it. Let's do it, Matt. Oh. Or Taylor. I'll go. Uh, so the Open itself is February 24th through March 14th. Um, that'll be three weekends. They release a workout Thursday night, and you have until Monday night to submit your score. Um, following that, two weeks after that, we have individual quarterfinals, which is at your gym. Um, and they give you kind of the same. You They made it last year where you had to submit a couple workouts by a deadline um, to keep you know you honest. You couldn't redo them multiple times, things like that. So Individual quarterfinals are 24th through 27th of March. Uh, two weeks later would be team quarterfinals, is April 7th through 10th. And then masters uh, quarterfinals would be April 21st through 24th. Um, and so then we have about a month break, and then you start to get into semifinals. So for individuals, those semifinals go the weekends from May 20th to June 12th. Um, so four different weekends, and each weekend, um, you know, you'll have different semifinals in different areas of the world. Um, the kind of exciting news this year is that age groups uh, also have semifinals. So the teenagers and then masters up to age 49. So Matt, you'll fall yep. on that this year. Um, their first or their semifinal will be May 26th through 29th, and that'll be online. And then the second semifinal will be the 50 plus. Um, Masters and that is June second, June second through fifth, yeah. um, and then bad th- handwriting there. Sorry. Well, mm. also there's a cat sitting in the way of the board. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and then the adaptive, uh, which also is exciting, adaptive semifinal this year will be June second through fifth, um, and that is kind of for some of the adaptive athletes. It'll be a springboard to the games, so the top five will go on to um, the games, and those divisions will be the 
uh, neuromuscular, lower extremity, and upper extremity. And then the rest of the divisions will have a semifinal, um, and that's where their fittest will be crowned there. So the um, seated with hip function, seated without hip function, intellectual uh, vision, and short stature will only, they will stop at the semifinal level. Um, Crown champions at that. Yes. And then the games this year, August 4th through 7th. So looking at that, it's pretty exciting because you really have seven weeks after, um, you know, semifinals for individuals to get, you know, insane training. Yeah. To get training in. So you can, you know, take a little rest before you go crazy again, which we didn't really have that option this year. What, how many weeks was it after the semifinal? I think we had five. It was the, um, I know this, let me think. So the West Coast Classic ended, I believe, either on the 19th or 20th. Mm-hmm. I um, think we flew back on the 20th. Flew back on the 20th. And then the games started like the 31st, I want to say. Maybe not the, uh, the, the, but it started the Wednesday. I, yeah, I was, was, like was going to say Matt was up there because he started on so. the Tuesday. But we started on that Thursday. Um, either I way, think not, we a, lot of, the not a lot of time. You get a little more time training. This, yeah. this to still be good, but... Let's back it up and go back to the open. I mean, that's it looks like they're obviously sticking with the same format. So they, they kind of said that th- mm-hmm. three weeks and yes. you will, you know. Which that was awesome last year. Yeah. I really liked um, it's Well, A, they took a lot of stress off the open for people trying to make it to yeah. quarterfinals. Um, which, you know, just having five weeks of open workouts and all of that rides on you being able to get to a live competition mm-hmm. is super stressful. So, and it is for everybody. Well, I think it, wor- it works out even even deeper than that. It's gym ownership. For sure. Five weeks of, you know, pushing class times around or having people in, kind of being in the way of class that are trying to redo a workout. I mean, there's all different kinds of things that you factor into that. And I think this three-week format, my opinion, you know, everybody's got a different opinion about it, but my opinion is it's, it, it's a little more inclusive because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to have your general population gym membership to commit to something for five every single week for five weeks i mean people have jobs they travel they've got families they've got a lot of stuff going on i think it works a lot well or works a lot well (laughs) (laughs) works out well works a lot better yes than doing a five weeks so three weeks and then the top 10 percent from any one of those divisions Mm -hmm. that we talked about move on on. to uh the individual quarterfinals I think, too, from a standpoint of it ends on March 14th, and that's when spring breaks start to start around that period. Yeah, sure. So, like, people that, especially, like, masters, that they have kids and they go on spring break, um, you know, before, if the Open continued two more weeks, you're getting to March 27th, and you may potentially be doing um, two workouts away from your home gym to even try to qualify for the masters, um, you know, age group. Or teenagers, you know, they can, you know, spring break, all that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. So, it gives you a little bit more leeway in the season, and probably gets a little i mean just yes um gets more people engaged but even from the competitive level it keeps more people engaged too yeah for sure a lot of those gyms down in florida <laughs> yeah <laughs> got, got a lot of attention people keep people coming in and freaking out can i do a workout yep, and film it for sure so so i think we just for the the person listening that's like gonna be like what about the last chance qualifier i think the last did we put that up the last oh, chance yeah, qualifier yeah. Oh, is I completely forgot about that, that is that june 29th to july 1st which is a good it's like a good week earlier than it was mm-hmm. i know it's july 4th weekend and the games were earlier last year than this yeah, year they so had like three yeah. weeks yeah, so yeah that was maybe tough. three yeah, yeah. They, and that's so that was in, like multiple of them were at the west coast with us like mm-hmm. and so um with that in mind like what so do you want to talk about like 
the concept of peaking for the mm-hmm. right time and yeah. the right competition. So, so we just went through this um, schedule, and so it obviously gets progressively harder. The ten percent mm-hmm. to top two hundred, that sort of thing. So let's let's start with um, an open athlete like myself and the peaking. Like, um, uh, what is peaking? What does this mean in CrossFit? Because like this is like it's not peaking like peaking on like people like do drugs and peaking like this is yeah, similar 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 but, but like f- more physically than mentally though. yeah because this is this is thrown around a lot. Um, it's a if you're a hardcore fan like uh, me or us like you know what it, you kind of understand it, but it, it's mm-hmm. kind of a weird like you know like why can't Matt why can't they, these people like compete every you know more than they do like mm-hmm. why and so. Tell me about what peaking is. Um, I guess we'll start with Taylor. Um, so it's like any sport for time, uh, you know, track, uh, cross country, swimming. swimming. Um, you know, you have what we call like a taper time, and that is where you kind of back off of your volume a little bit to let your body actually recover. Um, and then when you get to your big competition, meet, whatever it is, um, that's when you should perform your fastest because that's your body is recovered and you're able to go, um, you feel better. And it's kind of a little different with CrossFit, but it's the same idea. Um, you know, we kind of just had a discussion with some of the people at our gym the other day that, you know, right now is a time to do a lot of strength work and skill work. And, you know, the Metcons aren't as important. It's time to, you know, kind of focus on the strength and skill. And as you get into the new year, you kind of back off on that stuff a little bit, um, especially if you're getting into the, you know, open itself. And that's your time that you want to peak. You want to make sure that you feel the best for that. So right now is, you know, you can be a little harder on your body with the strength and stuff like that. Um, but when you get into like the beginning, middle of January, you want to start to back off that a little bit. Um, just because it's, it's hard on your body and people don't realize how fatigued and things like that it makes you. So, um, you'll back off a little bit. You'll still, you know, do things and do hard, hard lifts and stuff like that, but you're not going, um, like right now, Steve's programming that, German volume squatting yeah. or whatever. Yeah, German and, volume training. Um, you know, that there's no way that you would do that in January because your body is just so beat up from that and you can't um, you can't excel in workouts and metcons because your uh, nervous system is shot. So so is it kind of like you're trying to fill in some of the holes that you have or improve the things that are lower? Um, yeah, like right Sometimes. now you're trying to fill in the holes and then as you get to that um, new year, you know, hopefully most of your holes are filled in or you've got some, you know, putty in them at least. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you can focus more on like the recovery and getting better at the actual Metcons or the workouts themselves. So you've used the term or, and I know Steve has, but I think you have too, but you're a fan of it, but the hay is in the barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hay peaked. In the barn. That's peaked. Peaked. That's no, that's peaked. Peak. Yeah. So that when you ask like what is peaking, it's you know it's everything she's kind of talking about. We've we work on strength and and picking those numbers up. We work on lifting, um, on squatting, on you know those types of volumes where we're working up and trying to improve on those numbers. Like in November and December, we work to refine skills. You know, get better at things that we haven't uh, really mastered, but we we want to be mastered at that. Um, we want to work on these metcons and get all that conditioning to peak performance and then we want to peak we want to have the hay on the barn on that exact time that we've got that that whatever it may be whether it's the open the indie we can talk about where those different different uh points will put in yeah either at the open or the quarterfinals or the semifinals or the games depending on what what type of level of athlete that you are so you said 
you, for example, we've got a lot of people, you know, 95% of the people in the gym are in that, in the same boat you are. It's like, I want to do the best at the open. So that's where I want to peak. So we wouldn't want to be doing, you know, the, at, you know, the second week of the open, we wouldn't want to be trying to max out our back squat and continue to get those numbers up. We want to have yeah. that done before. So at the beginning of the open, we want to have all of that completed and your body feeling good so you can put your best foot forward, your best effort goes into those next three weeks and those workouts. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna and a big, oh, go, go, go. A big thing with like um, people trying to do well in the open as well, um, you know, that's when your workout schedule completely gets screwed up, right? So you come in, you do the workout Friday night, um, maybe take a really light day on Saturday. You don't hit a hard workout because, hey, you might want to repeat that workout mm-hmm. on Sunday or Monday. Um, you know, you've got Tuesday and Wednesday to train. You got to rest on Thursday. Um, so your your season, you know, you're you're kind of essentially tapering that whole time because your um, your outlook is I want to do the best I can on Friday night, and then if I'm repeating on Sunday or Monday, I want to do the even better those days. So you have to give yourself um, you you mess up your workout schedule for sure because you can't be too sore, um, your hands can't rip, you know, all of those kind of things you have to think about. So two things and then we're going to get into the what to maybe do for the each of the stages but just to drive this point home that maybe peaking is if you're a student you're in school you should be studying like mm-hmm. looking at your notes every day but you're going to know your best yes. most before the test yep. you're going to study 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 more and more and ramp up and the night before instead of pulling an all-nighter you're like the hay is in the barn you should just go to bed so that you're optimized <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. there's that second thing because maybe it sounds a little counterintuitive, this just not being re- you know ready to go t- top fitness all the time. It's actually very common in all sports. Hockey, they they finish and they don't get on the ice again until August. Mm-hmm. That's from you know some end in April, some end in, end in June. Baseball, they end in the end of September, early October. Catchers and pitchers don't report until February. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing. Football training camp isn't until August, and so these are if and it's. Those are a little bit different. Like some some of the differences, like that they're like just professionals and like they get paid in season and yada yada. But that's like this is a um, I can guarantee you like that if these hockey players, I know the most of hockey, if these hockey players thought that if they skated every day of the summer they would get better and some do, but like that that that's what they would do. But if you get to a point, you need like the recovery or you mm-hmm. need time to be yeah. working on other things and like they, their bodies get so beat up that you yeah. have to kind of recover. So. That makes sense. So with that in mind, Matt, let's different athletes are going to be peaking at different times in theory. And yep. so let's say let's we'll start with me first cuz you know I want to I'm just just let's talk about me. Why not? <laughs> yeah. We should talk yeah. about you. Yeah. Okay, so well my my job for you would be to get you to do the absolute we I just said that to do the absolute best in those three, three open workouts. So I'd want you know like we talked um you know the the people listening, they maybe don't know what we we did with the gym last week, but we went through in a whole schedule of uh, kind of what this schedule. It's ironic they bring the schedule out because yeah. we just talked yeah. about it on Friday night, like um, you know what this might look like and how we should train. So you know, I really want you working on you know improving squat numbers, improving Olympic lifting numbers, working on skills. You know, we're working on handstand stuff and, and upside down. Yeah. Today you were even working on like dumbbell dumbbell left arm. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm just, sleeping with the left arm, 50 <laughs> dumbbell. Yeah. I'm still so just, yeah. just working, being a little more proficient with um, you know, handstand push-ups. I, I, we don't think that handstand walking is going to come up in the open, but 
probably going to be upside down for yes. some type of handstand push-up, I would assume. Um, so we want to be working on all those things in November and December. And then in January, you know, I really want to start working on that engine. So January and February work, mm-hmm. you know, so that you're, you're getting used to having to get into that uncomfortable position and feeling of yeah. like when you know going a little bit longer in a Metcon and you're know, kind of continuing to go and your body's telling you that you don't want to, um, because you know, you're, you're going to get that yes. feeling quite a bit. Yes. Um, and so that we want to, you know, we're going to take each week, you know, we're, we're going to be peaked probably that week of, if the open starts February 24th, you know, like February 22nd, you know, we want to take things out of your hands so that you've got you know, like two or three days of rest and recovery. So that you're ready to go on, on that Thursday and it's go time. So and, and every person really that is peaking at the open probably should assume doing those workouts two times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not on the same night, but <laughs> you know, we do that on Friday, you know, and then they should, Please you know, again, <laughs> um, Sunday or Monday, you know, re, you know, kind of looking at their strategy, looking at what they could have done or should have done or would have done or mm-hmm. you know maybe something they they did and it's like oh man that that completely fell apart i should have done something oh. different so it's like mm-hmm. different you know using a different strategy to redo that uh a second time so you mentioned like how i got i'm tall and i have even longer arms than i'm supposed to have for my mm-hmm. wingspan like but you mentioned getting upside down but that was i was looking at the last time this is just an example of like the open gives you the data that you know mm-hmm. you need to work on 2020 i got in the 54th percentile so 61,000th out of 133,000 and just the last three workouts I got I'm gonna go by percentile so higher is better 20.3 46th percentile which mm-hmm. was strict handstand push-ups yeah. <laughs> 20.4 was 62nd percentile 20.5 was 61st percentile mm-hmm. so like that's a and that's kind of like a big and it's it like that's you, the yeah. clear because it was literally get to the hands strict hand sample ships and you can't do one and so it's like yep. there's time still on the clock but it's like okay I just sit here just like yeah, yeah. For a while. <laughs> yeah um so with that in mind there's so let's there's usually the 35s and 50s at dumbbells at the open correct yep. and yeah. there's yes. like total bars usually gonna come up double unders maybe rowing, rowing. thrusters yeah. <laughs> thrusters chest bar burpees meters so that's those are the like that would be the list handstand pushups, like you said, I guess, mm-hmm. and that's the list of uh, open movements. And so, I guess if you're peaking, that's what I need to be. Those are really what I need to be focused on. And it's like mm-hmm. if somebody's doing that, I'm not. Well, if and you're doing that, and you make quarterfinals, then it's like kind of gravy, right? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. kind of just go for yes. the experience, exactly. So, what does an athlete? How does it differ for quarterfinals, Taylor? Like if you, yeah. um, so that you don't. Let's, because this is only the second year we're doing this, so maybe mm-hmm. some people didn't exactly know. We didn't, we didn't know how it'd yeah. be. So now that we know a little bit, what is an athlete that feels comfortable getting into quarterfinals? Like, what should they be working on? Like, my mind goes to that that heavy barbell snatch, like that sort of like that's a how a lot of people just look. A lot of people did not oh, sign up yes, for quarterfinals yes. because they're like, I can't yeah. snatch that once. Right. Yeah. As an example. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of, you know, right now where we're talking about, you know, continuing to work on your strength right now and things like that. And what happens with someone that is trying to get uh, to quarterfinals to compete in quarterfinals, they will continue to do some strength stuff into January. 
um, and maybe into a little of February as well, because they're technically, they don't need a peak until the end of March. Um, so is where, you know, the open athlete needs to peak in the, in the February, you know, you have an extra month on those, um, quarterfinal athletes that, you know, so you have a little more time to work on your strength, to work on your skills, things like that, because you are confident enough that you can be in the top 10% in the world in your age division or in your, you know, division that you don't, you know, you can train through the open a little bit and, you know, you may redo one or two open workouts, but you're not, you know, going in with the purpose of redoing every open workout to try to get better um, scores, things like that, because you should be able to put up a score the first time that is respectable. For the personal choice or if something really fell apart, I would say, yes, redoing your work. You know, it's like yeah. personal choice, like, oh, I know I could do better. Yeah. I, I re- yeah. I've got to do that or else I'm not going to be sleeping at night. Or yeah. something completely fell apart, mm-hmm. you'd redo that workout. Because I think that you with that, that's the nice thing about the top 10% moving on. Yes. Is that it allows you, you, you put a score in, you know that's probably good enough to get you to the next round, and then you continue with your training. You might even yep. continue, like I said, you might even continue training that night. Yeah. Something yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Do something on Saturday, and then and then you kind of yeah. forget about that workout till the next week. So, yeah. Matt, I'm gonna give an example and ask you about to what other ones there are. But like, let's and correct me if I'm wrong here, but let's say we're in February, we're about to get into the open. I should probably not be too worried about my rope climbs right then, right for the open because they're not going to come up. However, right. in the quarterfinals, as we've seen, those rope climbs did come up. So maybe let's somebody like Izzy James, I don't know Connor, like yeah. those people. Would an example be like in February, they should still be rope climbs and yeah. doing that sort of stuff versus. Yep. So what Continuing are some other. Continuing to work on some of the skills. What do you think some other, I mean, I know it's impossible to predict, but there's, you know, separators, like let's say, um, was it 135 for the snatch? for the? Yeah, 185 and 135 for the snatches. Yep. And so, you know, whatever that equates to in a clean, like that's. I guess I, it's a tough question because who knows what's going to Well, I, do we, that goes back to like the proficiency in, in what type of movements do you need to have for the open versus the individual quarterfinal. So I think, you, it, you know, in the open, probably a 50 pound dumbbell for men, 35 for women. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a little, maybe a 135 snatch in a, a 95 pound snatch for women, for guys and girls. But I, w- I think it's more so going to be a little bit lighter than that in the open, like maybe a 95, 65, yeah. somewhere in that ballpark. And they'll take it, they'll take, I think, add some additional reps or use that as like a thruster or a cleaning jerk. Um, if you're talking about an individual quarterfinal, if you're going to get to there, you need to be proficient with that 185 yep. for the men, 125 or 35, depending on which, which they choose, mm-hmm. depends which year, um, for women. Probably 225 for a cleaning jerk and deadlift, and 155 cleaning jerk, deadlift, mm-hmm. and clean, you know, that, those weights for yeah. women. Um, and then probably maybe even getting, you know, there there might be a chance for a heavier dumbbell in individual yeah, you might quarterfinals. See a 70 or 50. It, you wouldn't see that in the open because that's no. not on the required list. But, Definitely. you know, they put rope climbs into the individual quarterfinals last and year. And GHG setups. And GHG setups. Yeah, GHGs. So, yeah. so you, have to, you have to have the mind open for additional equipment that you traditionally don't Correct. work with. You know, so maybe yep, a 70, the GHG, 50, yeah. GHD rope climb, handstand walking. I think they're going to, that splitting out open and individual quarterfinals, I think that gave them the option to, hey, Let's make it more inclusive for open athletes where we're not going to put that in there. We'll get them upside down with handstand pushups, but we're not going to have them walk across the gym. And that'll happen probably in quarterfinals. Yeah. yeah. And so let's 
Should we go? Which one do we want to do first? Because now there's a lot of different avenues to go. We can yep. go team well, quarterfinals. Go ahead, Taylor. So I was just going to say, like, you know, if, you're in, if your goal of the season is to make this through individual, um, you know, even someone that is a semifinalist athlete, you know, all these um, athletes that want to make it to the games, really their goal is to peak at semifinals ultimately. Yep. Like they, they obviously want to be the best at the games, but they have to make it through semifinals to make it to the games. And, um, you know, so that's kind of even those, you know, last year I did all the um, quarterfinal workouts once and individually and, you know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it's like, you know, I was confident enough in my abilities that I could make it to semifinals. We're moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, moving, that was probably half of it too. Yeah. And I couldn't get off work and whatever because they told us two days in advance. But, yeah. um, but no, it was one of those things that where you're like, you know, um, if your goal is to make it to semifinals and peak at semifinals, also you're just training through individual quarterfinals as yes. well. Yes, that's the idea. It's the yeah. scale slides to the right. And yes. you're like, now you're training through the open, mm -hmm. you're training through quarterfinals, and you're wanting to peak at semifinals. Yeah. Just, just one step yep. further. And so that's the kind of the same thing you're going to see from a team aspect, honestly. Um, you know, like how we were this year, granted, you know, we only had the option to do the workouts once just because of everyone's work schedule and everything, trying to mesh it together, the gym schedule, having to go out and do the rope climbs at, you know, um, Uncharted and all of that kind of stuff. So, but, you know, we believe that we could be the top, what, 20%? Yeah. Is that what teams made it? Uh, whatever. 20 or 25, like. The, from the open. 25%. Oh, it was 25. Yeah. Oh, 25 to make it to quarters, but we believed we could be in the top 80 yeah. by doing the workouts once because yes. our goal was to peak at semifinals. Yeah. We didn't need to kill ourselves. I mean, obviously we killed ourselves in each workout, but we didn't need to repeat and really hammer things down just to make it into semifinals. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like Matt said, it just slides everything to the right. And, you know, that's kind of the big thing with each individual. Sometimes you get lucky and you make it to the next step. And, you know, you, yeah. you, you alter your game plan a little bit and things like that. But, you know, really, if you're serious about this sport, you start to, um, right. You look at the schedule now and you like figure out your plan for the next six months. I'm interested where the gray areas are. Like you actually, like you would have, I, I was going to say like, we don't really have one other than it would have been, you know, if you went individual last year, it would have mm -hmm. been like semifinals. That's the when you, but Matt, it was kind of your age group. You're, you're you're as borderline as it gets. So like, well, the, like, last year was different for me. So this, what yeah. you're talking about, was me last year, yeah. Um, yeah. minus the semifinal. So I worked. I literally, it was so enjoyable for me last year with the open because I didn't I didn't redo any open workouts. I mean, didn't I even think about it. Uh, it was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like just just the stress. Mm -hmm. I didn't. You know, I didn't have that. You know, you start a workout on Friday night. You're like, oh my god, this is terrible. I'm, I'm gonna have to redo this thing. It's terrible. Yeah. None of that. So I laid down what I could lay down and moved on and got to the age group online qualifier. And that's what I really wanted to peak through. So I actually worked through the open, just like mm -hmm. we're talking about, and wanted to peak at the age group online qualifier. And lo and behold, did well and made, well. The, and made it to the <laughs> games. And, you know, and was not, prob not probably in the best shape at the games because I yeah. had peaked already and I had some tweaks and uh, well, and you weren't sure you were getting an invite until like a couple weeks out. Yeah, so. <laughs> so there were all kinds of stuff involved, yeah. but I mean, really physically I was not the best at the games. I mean, yeah. I think that it showed my, on my performance cause it, uh, you know, I didn't, I, again, I had already peaked and I had kind of laid everything out there. So, um, sorry. <laughs> There's a cat uh, on my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. amazing. Does not care about what we're doing. At no. All. 
So, uh, but so, that, so that basically was me. That was me. Yeah. Um, now I've got another level. So I have to, you know, in order for me to repeat that, not only is it going to be harder because I've aged, you know, because I'm a year older and I'm kind of that back end of that age group. If you look at this, I have, I'm going to work through the open mm-hmm. again. I will attempt to probably do a little bit of work through the quarterfinals, assuming that I'll get to the semis and then give everything I can do to the semis. And if I make it to the games, games, great. I'll be in like the same sad shape I was last year, <laughs> but, um, I will, I, I need to have 110% of my effort going for those semifinals for me to get to the games at this age being realistic. Yeah. So you, you can take that philosophy to the quarterfinal and semifinal, uh, individual and team athlete as well you know that team that's kind Mm -hmm. of on that cusp on that on that line of getting cut or not Mm -hmm. they have to peak at 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 probably quarters to get to the semis and that next group that that kind of maybe made it last year but did really really poorly at at, at a semifinal Mm -hmm. they probably have to back it up and probably be peaking you know work through the open work through quarters and then peak at semifinals to to make sure they get their best effort there for this team yeah i think we move it to the right again a mm-hmm. little bit further we work through the open we work through quarters assume we're gonna get to a semifinal. we need to you know i think we 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 get there but you know there's a there's a you know we made it last year we know what we need to do mm-hmm. we got, we're going in with uh confidence. you know a lot more knowledge confidence and and some some back history there we're going to be ready to to make a games run so we we, we have to work through that mm-hmm. to so that you are when you get to the games, you're ready to like, like yeah. you want to, yeah, yeah that, it's not, yeah. Oh, Hey, we made it. Let's enjoy, you know, look, you'll look around and enjoy it. You know, you can do that a little bit, but no, you gotta be, we'll, think, we'll be ready to, ready to go more than we were last year. Even. Yeah. I awesome. think a big thing for us was, you know, we didn't even really start swimming until after semifinals. We yeah. had five weeks to get the guys ready to swim. And I think, you know, if we want to make a run at the games and do well at the games, we need to be swimming in, you know, February, because you need to be comfortable. You need to, you know, get comfortable in the pool. Um, and then when it gets to where we can actually get out in the open water, you know, get in the open water and be able to do that by the time the games roll around. So that's one of those things that, you know, little things that we overlooked this year that going back and, you know, obviously we want to, um, make it to the games and do better at the games. And so to do that, you have to start planning for that in, you know, the beginning of the year. Swim, just as a side note, the swim is, I mean, of course they're going to change it now, like this year or whatever, but like the swim is so important because, I mean, it gets you off the right foot, but it's like heat advantage and like yep. all of that going into the, the day. Um, mm-hmm. It's. You're it's, seated off your swim, so you yeah, gotta. <laughs> and it's the most. Uh, Which like I said, though, it worked well for us because yeah. people back home got to watch us because <laughs> yes. we were in the first heat. Yes. But, you know, ideally you don't want to be in the first heat. You want to be able to. Um, yeah, it's like the lowest compete against the, the not that it's people. easy. It's like the lowest hanging fruit too. Like if you wanted to like get, it, you know, we can get this event here. It's it's really you know we're talking margins on all mm-hmm. the other movements, swimming, um, maybe long distance running. Like, but that's mm-hmm. even harder. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when does when should a team trying that has semifinals goals? So they want to, there's four people at the gym. Mm-hmm. They feel pretty co- comfortable with quarterfinals. Um, semifinals would be their, let's say, let's just say it, semifinals would be their CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. When should they start touching the worm? 
I mean, as soon as you can. <laughs> <laughs> ASAP. But uh, you, you get, yeah, I think you know the earlier that you can start on that, the yeah. better, obviously. Yeah. That, that goes with any implement, but you can't do everything all the time. Yes. But you need to be really consistently working on that probably at the turn of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you can get work in November, December, you're that much ahead of the game. I mean, even the games, we got a games team at the gym, and Mara came into town, and they lifted the worm for the first time since you know, since oh, semifinals, gosh. and they're all, they're all like, "Holy crap! Did somebody put extra weight?" In this <laughs> yeah. So you know, just think about that. You know, every time you know, you you take a break from an element like that, or put something else in there. Like anytime you don't deadlift more than three fifteen, you're like, "Holy cow! This is really really heavy." Mm-hmm. So um, you know, the earlier the better. But I think you really need to have a solid game plan to be working on that probably once a week, at least some kind of a pick it up and do something with it. Mm-hmm. Probably the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's. It's an, it's an interesting balance of like, uh, you know, it's, and this happens. I mean, this is a games athletes too, because you train, you know, Dave introduces pegboards, but then they mm-hmm. don't come back for two years and that's yep. what you're over trained, whatever it is. But like a team that was like really just trying to get in the top 80, like a borderline, like that. It's like you could, there is a, a balancing act where you could do the worm too much and then not make it out of quarterfinals and never I have was, touched the worm. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're just trying to get into the top 80, um, you don't need to be on the worm that much. That's not. Wait, oh yeah, yeah, because you're just trying to push through quarterfinals. Yeah. You're peaking in quarterfinals to get to semifinals. Um, obviously, you know, you want to have some experience with the worm, but you don't have to have that experience um, because um, you need to be focusing on your skills, your uh, synchro ability, like that kind of stuff. Um, although we didn't see a lot of synchro in quarterfinals this past year, I think we might see a little bit more yeah. um, this coming year because I think that was a big critique. You know, CrossFit sends out a survey after each event. Um quarterfinals semifinals games we all got surveys and we're able to fill them out and just kind of give some of our feedback and i think a lot of the feedback was you know team quarterfinals were really just individual workouts and um they, they definitely were not and when you got to yeah. the semifinals that were online i mean they had to do four person synchro chest to bar i think and uh like our facing burpees and thrusters and that's crazy i mean that's that's asking a ton of people to do that um but you know I think CrossFit maybe got the hint a little bit and we're like, here you go. Here's your synchro. Well, but also backing up to what you're talking about, you know, you, you don't, you know, for that team that's that the semis is their games. No, you know, you know what? You could not have a worm in their gym. Yeah. You know, it's not required. They're going to, they're not going to do well at, you know, at, at the semis. They're not going to do as well as they Ooh, thought they were. Yeah. You I know, that, that's, that strategy of, oh, we'll work it out when we get there. That is a failed <laughs> failed strategy and it shows and people that yeah. know wh- how to work a worm looked can look at that and be like they did not they have not been working on that and their communication is way off mm-hmm. the and, and they're not happy about it and and no and no it no athlete out there is happy about that you know yeah. so that's uh, so you'd have only five weeks you look at the calendar now if you didn't touch the worm until after you made it you'd be oh, done april 10th then you might be going May 27th. It's like swimming, you know, that mm-hmm. just you'd have five weeks to get on the worm and yep. that would be, you can maybe get it to where you don't look like a complete yeah. dummy, but well, you, you, you were, so you sat there and, and watched every heat. We, we didn't get a chance to watch every heat. You watched every heat and filmed them and, and, and took pictures. Could you tell teams that had worked with, worked together with a worm and teams that had not very easily like yes. very very easily and it was There's um, your answer right there and it was like there was because there's there was i think there's 30 individuals at semifinals there's 20 mm-hmm. 20 teams and right. so there was a heat one and heat two and i mean heat two, i mean I, we'd have to go back and look but definitely on the worm I, I 
I know that this happens a lot, but I, every person or every team in Heat One beat mm-hmm. every team in Heat Two, basically, yeah. except for maybe one. But there was it was just like the you could tell like the little things of like, um, you know, it would be like the the front person would just drop it without being without yeah. telling somebody, yeah. and it's like you would never see that no. on like no. with you guys. Unacceptable, like, no. yeah. that, uh, absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. But I mean, you'd see frustration, you see arguing, you see crying. That's that you'd. You, could people have picked this up and they're like it doesn't wow it does not move the way that it moves when like people we're watching a video of how yeah. this thing should, should yeah. move this way and it doesn't feel that way and then you know we have yeah. one person that drops it and it rips it out of everybody's hands or off their shoulder or takes them to the ground and it's, it's well it depends yeah yep. and you had like you, so the, the if we we're just gonna go on this the wall because it's it was interesting you like um there was two things that came to mind first was the burpees over the worm like things like literally everybody was getting in the first heat there had to be a, over under 250 no reps because everybody was not taking off with like two feet or hitting mm-hmm. the worm on the way over and people just couldn't like i know it's hard to figure out what you're getting no reps for but i mean it was it was crazy and like just let me tell you it's really hard to figure out what you're getting <laughs> yes, no reps okay, for <laughs> yeah okay so but just like having that we got a few of those yes yes i know we did <laughs> many many but um having that the second um was like kind of and you this was actually a, a point of talking with the team training like knowing each other's like um red line sort of look that sort mm-hmm. of thing like there were people like we gotta get back like get back on it get back on it and like they would just put you know clean it up or whatever and like it would just fall straight back down like that's like clearly this third person this fourth person mm-hmm. is not ready and yeah. like that sort of a thing i mean it even it's freaking i mean it, it can happen at the best team we saw it happen to um the invictus team that i think popped with the yeah. burpees like yeah. like so that's the, and, and we practiced it once with steve when steve had oh, like gosh. half the worm the first yeah. yeah the first time we did that it was not good i um, mean it can happen with mayhem i mean and they're yeah. at the at theirs at the acc they were at those like dead those warm oh, deadlifts dead and they were yeah. getting pounded with no rest so i mean it can happen mm-hmm. to the best to the best teams that work so i mean you know if it can if it can happen to those teams, it can yeah. definitely happen to the team that has not picked up a worm, is not mm-hmm. communicating, and, and and who who is going to successfully get out of that situation? Yes. The team that has been working the longest with that, yeah. and and they, and can can silently communicate with each other from the number one rep to the number four rep, with you know without having to scream back and talk to them about it. Yeah, I know it was a very very hard workout, and it was the first semifinal, <laughs> yeah. and it was the yeah. MAC, like, but that that one where you met met at the worm like half the, oh half my the gosh people, yeah. the thrusters in the middle i've never like that was <laughs> and maybe that's just maybe it's maybe i'm underestimating the but the thrust in the middle but there were there were teams that couldn't pick, couldn't clean it at the like that yeah. and but and a lot of them i think it said like we didn't we didn't think we'd make it to semis and we just yeah had it like but like and it's a really tough workout and, like literally i remember listening to the guy he's like we're yeah so i i mean that was like one where yeah you had the people doing handstand push-ups, chest-to-bar, heavy clean and jerks. Um, yeah, people, I mean, some people didn't even think that they would make it to the worm because they knew getting synchronized chest-to-bar and handstand push-ups yeah. would be really hard. Yeah, they were they were just, and it was thrusters, worm thrusters, I think. Worm thrusters, yeah. which are the worst. So. Yeah, and there were just, there are people that. Except Mara says she likes those. Best. I go, that's because they're in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So so we kind of did a little worm dive there, but that's, let's mm-hmm. say, um I think, I mean, I think what, what I mean, what we kind of covered most of, I mean, we're, mm-hmm. whether, I mean, that's your game. So that's, we did. I mean, that's the game season right there. I mean, mm-hmm. you were, we're, we're looking at it. You guys out there are not, but I mean, it's like, it's, 
I, I really like how they, we have not had this before. Correct. We've got an entire schedule in front of us. We know, I mean, there's such a wave of relief now mm-hmm. if you're, you know, if you're into it as, as, as we are. And, you know, I think you're probably listening to this. You are, um, you know, you've got a way to look at a map and say, okay, where do I, where, where have I done in the past? Or this is my first open. This is my 10th open. This mm-hmm. is my fifth. And I've always struggled at, you know, getting past, you know, that third week or whatever that may be. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, you can, we can now figure out, you know, where we can, you know, where we can kind of, I guess, st- structure our training and structure, you know, kind of our abilities to do the best that we can do mm-hmm. and push ourselves a little bit further. So you know, we've got some guys and girls in the gym that said, Hey, my goal this year is to get into that. I, I, I we had a couple people that made it to the quarters, but chose not to mm-hmm. do it. But now that, um, you know, they're saying, Hey, I want to not only do that, I want to obviously improve my score in the open, but I want to go further into the quarters than I did last year because I'm, I'm snatching more and I'm, I'm picking up different mm-hmm. skills and I want to see how I can do this. And we've got it. Now we've got a map and we've got dates and we can say, look, this is when you're going to yep. start. This is when you're going to back off. This is when you're going to push. And, you know, we can give them a game plan to go with all the other stuff, like, like filming their, their, their mm-hmm. workouts and stuff like that to, to give them the best chance for success. And, yep. and to wrap it up here, Taylor, we've talked before about how like a lot of, as you do more and more CrossFit, it's like you get better from being smarter is mm-hmm. the thing. And it's like, I think I'm excited. This will be my first time really, um, seeing how well I can do like with a intent on mm-hmm. um, competing, I guess. Uh, and so maybe I guess what we're trying to say is like, if the schedule is out now and no matter what type of athlete you are, like having an intentional game plan, training plan, things to work on, it's mm-hmm. just a four months away, less than four months away. Like you can, you can, you need to improve, be improving your fitness, you know, like, mm-hmm. but your game, but your game plan can kind of, you know, if get you that extra 10% from yeah. the average athlete, maybe For if sure. it, it, the heart, the further you go up in that, the less that's true, maybe, but like an open athlete, like my, like, you know, if I, t- three years ago, I mean, I was never doing, like, I didn't even know that my left arm with fifties was bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you find that out, but then I, I didn't practice it really the rest, you know, mm-hmm. I just did it when I came up in class. And so, no, for you, you're, it's actually only three and a half, now that we're in November and it's February 24th, three and a half months, a little over three and a half months, we're going to have you peaked by in three and a half months. <laughs> what are you ready to go? Yes. Uh, the, we got to beat 61,000. 61,000. Yeah. Yeah. 61,000. Uh, we can do it. We can do it. I got to get upside down. Yeah. But all right. Well, happy 2022 season schedule today, everybody. Yeah. We will be back with our 22nd episode. I'm not sure. We got a lot of. We got a lot of episodes on the books uh, at the idea list, but I'm not exactly sure what we will um, be talking about. But you know, we'll, it'll be we'll good. surprise them. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't subscribe, hit that subscribe button.